Hey, what's up, guys? What up? What up? How'd your how'd your week 11s go? Fantastic. Pretty just good. Like, just like uh ninety five percent of the other weeks. That's very true, and I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you losing to me. Not that you wanted to, but obviously, it was interesting because there were a lot of injuries this week, or actually big name injuries. Um, and a bunch of them. Not, yeah, much more important on both of our teams. Uh, but yeah, it's it was an interesting week. There were some good games. Uh, again, it's been it's been a good season. Uh, I've been enjoying a lot of these games. I have I I mean we talk about it all the time. I don't understand why we need to have eight one o'clock games and three four o'clock games. I, I still never get why that is, especially with, with if half of the state is in the West Coast. You would think they would put it out the four o'clock game, right? Because exactly, even the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand a lot of the East Coast and Mid Midwest. They won at one o'clock, but there's some teams that could have, that could easily played uh, at four o'clock. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what the reason is. We will never know. I mean, I'm looking at it now. We got. I mean, we had the Bills at one o'clock. We could have had the Texans at four. Any any team could play at four o'clock. Well, yeah, well, it's not. It really is not a big deal. I mean, they they play any time of the year. <laughs> Eddie seems like he has no opinion about this. No, I'm just as no, as annoyed as you guys are, because I'm just we have to we have to watch a lot of commercials at four o'clock. That's annoying. Well, we don't because we watch Red Zone, but in Red general, Zone, also Red Zone is much worse because if if the three game and two game ends very fast. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not Red Zone anymore. It's it's a uh, opponent territory uh, zone because yeah. you're seeing everything in the opponent territory just said Red Zone. Only three games on. We're seeing like almost we, all the plays, yeah. And we're watching punts. Like what? The fuck? I don't want to watch a punt. Anyway, that's that's uh that's what grinds my gears, guys. You know really what grinds my gears? That. 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 <laughs> Welcome to your favorite Team Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Stat Host Kelvin, joined with Jack Judy and Eddie Two-Time. And we are going to break down the happenings of Week 11 and look ahead to Week 12, a very special Week 12. We have no bye weeks. Uh, we have Thanksgiving game and the first ever Black Friday game. Uh, it's going to be a large... First time? On Black Friday, yes. I mean, we've had Friday games during like Christmas Eve and stuff like that. Not, uh, well, yeah. that's kind of... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. We have four days. What's of football so special now. about Black Friday? Because people buy really good TVs on Black Friday to watch this game. That's the, that's the motivation oh, behind it. Is that is that the idea? There's no way. That's absolutely the idea. I mean, I made it up right now, but I'm almost confident. <laughs> I'm not so confident that that's the reason why they have this game on. And so at three well, o'clock, so people will be at at line, they'll be online, waiting for these stores open, buy their really nice TVs at. 9, 10, get home, set it up, sit on the couch and watch a brand new OLED TV. What's Jets lose an OLED? What's OLED? Isn't it OLED? Yes. Oh, is it? I just say OLED. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's a short term. Who wants to say OLED? I never heard anyone call that OLED. <laughs> oh, really? I, I've heard it. I've heard people say OLED. You, you tell us, listeners. Have you heard OLED? You let us know. Why can't, why can't it be... Uh... No, old. What does the old even stand for? No, Op- no idea. Optical. All right, let's move on. It's nothing about. It's nothing about football. Uh, like we talked about earlier, uh, there are some injuries. Organic. Uh, can... The old means organic. That's not true, is it? Yes. What? You looked it up right now. I just looked it up. Wow. So all the people who love organic foods probably loves. <laughs> probably love OLEDs. No wonder it costs so much. That's like organic food. Is, is it vegan? That's the V lad. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come out. Anyway, I I was in the supermarket the other day, and I just wanted some crushed red chili flakes for my pizza when I went to buy pizza, and I got one. I picked up one. It was five dollars for a small bottle. I'm like, why is it so expensive? I realize it's organic. I don't even know That's what that means for do. 
but I don't know what that means. Organic red chili flakes, like no GMO chili flakes. Doesn't matter at that point. Like were the ones that you were buying before fake? No, they're just not organic. Oh. So they're like the QLEDs quality. I don't know. Anyway, Jack, take it away for news and notes, Jack. I uh, obviously want to start with the biggest news. Joel Burrow. Wait, which one? Wait, wait. That's the biggest? Okay. There's he's a lot of news. He's, he's of I, I agree. That's definitely, definitely the biggest news. He's one of the faces of NFL. Uh, Joel Burrow towards the ligament in his wrist. And he's out for the year. You know, it's going to be there is a chance in the world where the, the AFC playoffs and the real life football don't have Joel Burrow, Josh Allen, or Justin Herbert. These three were like the like the baby faces of NFL. And all three might miss the playoffs. I mean, Buffalo look like they're making it, but they could still have it. They could still miss it. But it's Joel interesting Burrow, because he he heard it on a touchdown pass. Yeah, but he was apparently now NFL's investigating in into the Bengals because he. Already had a, like the light cast on it already, so he already you already heard it already, but it was never in the injury report. So they might get in trouble for that too. They wait, should. His, wait, his uh, wrist was already hurt. Yeah, he had a cast. He, he has some type of cast around already. Oh wow. Yeah. So now they now now they're investigating that, so they might get fined or penalized for not reporting. They should. That. They should. Fuck them. Now, Mister Brownie is stepping in. He look his throws looks oh, pretty good. I don't know how he is reading defense, but his, his throws are pretty good. I mean, it's a huge downgrade from Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, you can't really bench Jamar Chase. I feel like if Higgins come back, it might hinder uh, uh, Jamar Chase's uh, output even more because it's a rookie quarterback, a late rookie quarterback who has no experience trying to support multiple weapons. Who knows? Maybe he comes down like Tom Brady. We never know, but what do you what what we guys I feel, like, I feel like we say this every single time and buy like a backup quarterback. Yeah, it could be Tom Brady. You never know. But I I, I only say I only say because the limited time he played last week because he did have some zip in his throws. That back shoulder fade was pretty nice. You know, a lot of rookies can't do that. I mean, this it is you know pop. you know you know who also had zip in their throws in the first in their first start. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Well, no, Will Levis. Oh, Zach Wilson too. I mean, he had strong arms. So I thought you meant yeah. Don't worry about it, but I mean the only person I feel like I feel comfortable starting is Joe Mixon on the offense. Well, I feel like you have to start Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon is definitely he's no matter what he's going to get twenty touches. So, oh yeah, I mean he's twenty touches at running back. Yeah, I'm not saying you can bench Chase, but it's kind of hard now. I think he's downgraded to the receiver three, right? So you see, yeah, yep. And Higgins, when Higgins comes back, he's definitely he might not even be startable. I'll be honest with you. Damn, that's crazy. Benchable. I, I usually with working quarterbacks, you just think, oh, maybe they could they lock into one 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 target. They're not gonna be able to support three different people. And Tyler Boyd's there too. On top of that, so many backup quarterbacks these days, man. They're just ruining receiver. Yep. Output. So gross. I'll stay with the same game, uh, Mr. Mark Andrews. Uh, luckily for the Ravens fans. He will not miss the rest of this. He will not miss the whole season, but he will miss the remi- remainder of the regular season at least. Uh, at first, it looked much worse, but it, it, it was not toward ACL or anything. So they dodge Ravens dodge the bullet because they're most likely making the playoffs. So they need him. Uh, Isaiah, Wait, like uh, yes, Isaiah. I was gonna. I was just about to say Isaiah likely has to be picked up. He has to be. Well, Mar- I'll probably I'll Mar- probably start him too. Oh yeah, well, Lamar Jackson loved throwing his tight ends. Um, uh, man, as soon as he left, I likely would target a few few times already, but he didn't catch any. But I mean, that whole offense looked. Although Beckham looks like he's clicking now, uh, he's getting he's looking more healthy and healthier. That whole offense should click. I think at least I think so. Uh, I think Odell Beckham might take a bump upwards. I think yeah, me too. I I believe that we're we're starting to get more like a more of a clear. Outlook at what the target distribution is now, and OBJ. He's, he, I mean, he's been he's been pretty solid the last couple of weeks, and he actually he, he looks like at this, this is the best we've seen him in a while. This is the first game where we looked like he was his old self a little bit. I mean, he, he did was, take a he did like I think it was either last hurt. week or the week before that. I think last week or the week before that he had a slant that he took to the house, which looked like vintage OBJ. But like, but, I, he's definitely worth the ad. 
But the thing is, he is hurt also. He hurt his shoulder. Uh, Logan, Mr. Logan from the Bengals, got a trifecta this game, right? He hurt three players this game. Yes, he did. Fucking guy. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think ODB is starable, actually. In, that, in most leagues. I, at least I think with Andrews out, he's the next guy in the list, right? No, the second guy. He could be the first guy, technically, because City Flower is still a rookie. I like it. Next guy, let's go with uh Kelvin's guy, uh, Davon Achan Achan. <laughs> he re-injured his same knee. Uh, I don't want to say he's injury prone, but this guy has been injured three different times in a span of eleven weeks. Uh, I mean, yeah. well, this 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 injury was it could have been lingered. Maybe he just came back a little too soon. Yep, but I mean. Mostar still must start, I guess. Even with H in there, Mostar, you still everyone's still starting Mostar. So I don't think this is changing anything. Yeah, I've been keeping a close eye on this because I obviously I own Devon H in. Uh it's, it's it's a little weird situation because he was he said he was pretty much ready to come back into the game, but they said no because obviously it's he's coming back from injury. Uh he logged a limited practice, but now I mean, Mike Mike McDaniel said that he uh, looked great after after the game. It was fine, but now they're saying he might start or he might not start. So he's he's a true questionable at this moment. I mean, if he is playing, I don't think you could bench him because he just have such huge upside. Uh, I mean, as long as he's starting, uh, as long it's as it's, he... un, it's unfortunate because he he started the game uh, yeah. on on Sunday. Yep. I mean, but as long as he's playing, I don't think you could bench him because he could drop 30, 40 any week. That's true. Uh, let's go to my next two players on my team, Mr. Cooper Cup. Uh, Monty told me this week, uh, it was a Cooper Cup game. He liked me. He, 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 like, he completely lied to me. Uh, hurt his ankle, they didn't return to the game. But I do want to say, once Cooper Cup left, that offense kind of clicked much better without Cooper Cup. Maybe it's, uh, maybe because Stafford's not just eyeing Cooper Cup. And he's actually looking at the whole field and all his reads, make, making everything much open for everyone. But yeah, I mean, I think Tutu's back on the board now, right? Are you see, they want you. Do you really? Do you think so? We got we got a bunch of targets. A lot. We got a lot of DPIs that week, that day, yesterday. I just don't uh, rely on a guy this is, who's just like a one trick pony, essentially. And uh, yeah. they, they do try to. If they when, are, uh, no. They also try to manufacture textures for him, but like it's, it's still, I don't know. I feel like the offense isn't that great, so I, I don't like players that are going to be on bad offenses. I mean, Puka, I'm, I'm happy for Puka though because he's back into his normal Cooper Cup role. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a question about um, Yahoo, at least or, or any in general stats, right? If a player is targeted on a pass and it's called a DPI, is it still considered a target? Nope, I don't. Nope. No, a play okay. don't count. Because that that game, I know that game. He had had three targets. He had three targets for one reception. That's excluding the DPI calls. Yeah, he at least I know I know I think he had three DPIs for almost eighty yards that game alone. Two two, two two. Yeah, before Cooper came came back, he was averaging nine targets a game. Uh, with Cooper out, I feel like he's he should be rostered to see. I'm that's just me. I like two two. I like his speed. Uh, you just like saying his name. Tutu, Tutu's great, but I think he's I think he's worth a spectacle if you're show on receivers, I guess. Uh, next guy on my team again, Mr. Aaron Carter. Uh, I'm about to say Aaron Carter. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones, uh, Carter off, but he avoided a torn ACL. It looks much worse on TV, uh, but he's gonna miss a lot of time, so. Uh, AJ Dillon, guys, no, ew, why not? That's the offense sucks, man. Offense is clicking right now. Do you, you honestly believe that offense is clicking? That's the it, definition of clicking to you. They, they've been doing well last two weeks, at least. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, if you I, want eight points on your, on your, on your starting lineup, you start AJ Dillon. Damn, what you hate, so much hate. How is there so much hate? He's just not good. He's not a good football player. He sucks. Not he's not, but our RB situation is not that great, right? I mean, he also doesn't have a great matchup coming this coming week too, so it'd be tough to. I don't, I don't know if I'd play him. 
I just feel like a lot. Not everyone is. Not everyone is has a lot of running backs. Dylan is giving you like eight, nine safe points. Like right now, you, you know, you know, you know, you know who I would start over AJ Dillon. Who? Ty Chandler. Ew. I can't look very good yesterday, though. I know, but it's just just those words. All like these two options are really you're digging deep, man. Listen, that's what we're here for. No one wants yeah, to know, know if we can start Eckler or or CMC. No one know where we can find the diamond in the rough right now, trying to get them to playoffs with all these injuries happening. Ish. But yeah, okay. I don't think he's star. I think he's. He sucks, but he he's gained the workload. So it's, he's terrible. <laughs> uh, next person, Kenneth Walker. Uh, I heard it's oblique. He didn't return. The thing is, that injury looked kind of bad because he was running. All of a sudden, you saw him just grabbing yep. the side. Uh, he's probably going to miss a few games at least. Uh, Mr. Zach, uh, he's, I think he's terrible, actually. The offense is pretty good overall. Uh, he he's not an excellent athlete, but he does get the job done. He, he's good at catching the ball. He, he attacks the hole pretty. He's not explosive, but he attacks the hole pretty well enough for him to be a starable. I think he's starable. Or oh, he's absolutely. He's an absolute. I think he's a must start as as long as Kendall Walker. When the thing is, like, whenever he was first of all, he was drafted to be this type of player, three down player. He's yep. very good in the passing game. He's very good blocker. Um. He's big, like you said, he does, he's, he's big enough to handle the workload. Yeah, that too. And but the thing is, like, additionally, like you said, he's not that explosive. But I, I mean, I think he has he has a little bit of a burst. He still hasn't scored. I don't think he scored this year. So I think with, once we get to the betting situation, I'm I'm probably going to talk about him. Yeah, but I I, I meant explosive. That he doesn't look like he's going to be like a top notch. He doesn't have top notch speed. There you go. Yeah, say that. But I mean, Seahawks running backs, they always. Produce for as long as a pretty, pretty long time. The Seahawks running backs has always produced, no matter who was there. Yeah, I think I once like, Kenneth Walker, like last, I feel like this might be like similar to the Kenneth Walker situation last year, when Walker had full reins of the backfields, he exploded. Yep. I think Zach Charbonnet has that opportunity this like this week or the next couple couple weeks to do that same thing. He's a, he is a much better pass catcher than Kenneth Walker too. I was talking to Hassan about this, um, and he's been monitoring uh, Zach Charbonnet because he has him on his bench. Uh, he's been saying that guy last before this week, the past two weeks, he's out snapped Kevin Ken Walker. That is true. It is true. So yeah, uh, I guess we stick with the same team. Geno Smith hurt his elbow. He was he left. I think he got hurt here. His elbow in the second quarter. He didn't play. He didn't play in the last drive of the game. Uh, he did say he's ready to go for the next game, so I'm I just put it out because he did leave the game. Uh, Geno Smith is kind of underwhelming for the whole offense. Uh, the offense is pretty stacked on paper. Besides the quarterback position, I feel like if we throw any any quarterback, they could do the same thing as Geno Smith. But yeah, uh, Deontay Foreman hurt his ankle, should be out a few weeks. I feel like Deontay Foreman. I mean. Now Herbert's coming back too. I don't know what to do with the backfield. They're, they're they're literally just rotating injuries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think Herbert is now like you, you guys are starting now, right? Because yeah, he's like a must start. Yeah, you know, there's no doubt. I'm starting. I'm definitely starting him over AJ Dillon. I'm starting Charbonnet over AJ Dillon too. Oh yeah, anyone me too. that we could think of name, you can pick. Listen, a, but Charbonnet's playing the 49ers. They're at their best rush defense in, in the NFL this year. I don't care. He's gonna he get five. He's gonna get five targets. Yeah, he gets. He catches the ball way too much for like he. He's safe. I think that's all the injuries. Did I miss anything that you guys think of? Not that I know of. No. No, I think that's good. All right, that's gonna wrap up the news and notes. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, no bye weeks this week. Uh, full slate of games. Every team is playing. Uh, we'll keep track of which days they're playing. There's three Thursday games and one Friday game. So don't be just, you know, hanging out and waiting for Sunday. Let's get right into the pits and cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Okay, to give us your pit. All right, my pit is an actual, he plays for Pittsburgh. Uh, Jalen Warren versus the Browns this past week. 
he only had twelve opportunities, but he did he did serious damage with those work the, the that limited workload. He had 129 yards rushing and, and score. He had three catches for 16 yards. I I don't understand why Najee Harris is getting more snaps than him because he is absolutely the only person on that offense that sh- that shows any type of juice. Can he pick it? He can't get it done in the passing game. He can't throw it to his receivers for some reason. I understand the matchup was really hard, but man, Pickett looks terrible. Jalen Ward was the only person who helped them compete in this game, and I feel like going forward he has to be started. Like even with a limited workout like this, he's he, if he gets twelve touches, he's going to give you eight ten points. He looks good. I think so. He looks much better than Najee at least. He also a much better pass catcher than him. So. Yeah, it's just it's different when he's in. Yep, and they play. They also like just put down the Steelers play a lot of shitty teams the next few weeks. Also, so they're gonna, they're gonna be ahead. So there's gonna be a lot of running to keep the keep the time possession on their end to win the game because yeah. the office is trash. Well, the Bengals, the Bengals that counts as a shitty team this week. Twice they play twice in the next four weeks. Oh no, damn! And they play the Patriots. They have two backups. Uh, Colts. Garner Mitchell, not a backup. They play a bunch of Cardinals. Kyle Murray's back now, but before that, they'll they'll match up to play five backup quarterbacks. Are the Steelers gonna make the playoffs? Yep. How could it not? The next five games, the next five games, they're easily so win. bad. The next next five games so easily win. Even against the Seahawks, they could beat the Seahawks somehow. Oh man, they're hot. Like, they're so terrible. How do they even compete? They put the Ravens the last week. Ravens could probably bench the whole team by then. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Wow, but yeah, no, Jalen Warren, he's looking like at least to me, he's looking like a, one of the pickups of the year. Like he's he's actually a legitimate. If he if he actually starts getting more of the workload, which he should, I feel like this game pretty much cemented his his starting role. Like you, you have right? to give him more. He he technically started, but he played forty five percent of the snaps, which is less than Najee Harris, which is crazy. Yep, yep. They gotta stop. I understand this guy had first round pedigree, whatever, but he's not. He's not it. He just isn't. Dan Warren is. Get him in the game more. But who knows? Maybe that. Maybe nobody's gonna listen to this and whatever. I mean, I mean, Jalen Warren was a starter. Jalen Warren was a starter this past week. So yeah, you want to start running back? Yeah, true. But I, I, and I'm obviously starting Jalen Warren over AJ Dillon. So because. I'm just gonna shit on AJ Dillon all game, all, all podcast. Well, yeah, that's my pick this week. All Jack, right. you want to go? Uh, no, I can go next since Jack uh, did the did you? I mean the uh, no, news and notes, right? Yeah. My pick this week is Brandon Ayuk. He had the best game of the season since week one. Uh, I mean, it helps a lot that his quarterback had the had a perfect passer rating. Brock Purdy, three thirty three and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh. Fournette's just clicking. Um, George Kittle looked good. Ayuk looked good. Debo looked better than what he has, but still underwhelming. But uh, this Fournette's offense is pretty good. You got CMC catching balls left and right as well. Uh, if Brock Purdy can continue to do this, they'll once again uh, jump up the ladder in uh, 49ers power ranking. Sorry, the uh, team power rankings in the NFL. Yeah, I think as long as as long as long their offensive line can hold it up, and he had Brock Purdy has time to throw. That team is just absolutely ridiculous. It's I think he's about to doubt the water suit one for that team. So uh I think he had a career best 156 yards on the on the, through the air. So uh yeah, it's a continue to start uh week in and week out uh for 49ers. Yep. yep. All right, Jack, wrap up the pits for us and snake my, the cage. I pit this week is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he threw for 262 yards, two passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. The reason why I put Trevor Lawrence as a pit is, no, his first half has been trash. But his first half of the first two seasons of his career has been trash regardless. He always, his second half has always been taught, like, he put up QB1 numbers both seasons so far in the second half. And I feel like he is, this is where he turns back on. And I feel like a lot of people probably got rid of him already. He's probably sitting in most people's free agent pool. Uh, like people who lost Joe Burrow. I feel like this guy would be a perfect replacement. Uh, he used last year, 
he ended the last eight games, 13 to 2 ratio and uh touchdown to interception ratio. Uh I feel like he's a good pickup moving forward for people who lost quarterbacks. And yeah. Can I add to like to that one? Because Calvin really looked good too. I I think as long as it I mean it 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 just it, it makes no sense, but as long as Zay Jones is playing, Ridley's going to play well. At least it, it's three for three now. So I, th- I feel like every single game that, that Ridley has produced, they've, Jay Jones has been playing. So maybe it's a trend. Maybe you, Calvin Ridley is startable. Because I know I benched him in a couple of leagues this, this past week. A lot of people probably did. Yeah. I'm not the only one. All right. I'll wrap it around. My case this week is Mr. Garrett Wilson. Uh, he gave you, he got eight targets. If you're playing points per target, great start. <laughs> uh, he had two catches for nine yards and a fumble. Uh it's not gonna look any better. Uh Tim Boyle is starting next week, so um uh, Tim Boyle is starting next week. The backup is not gonna be Zach Wilson anymore. It's Trevin, Trevor Simeon. Zach Wilson Ooh. free for this upcoming week. QB, so I don't know what that means. Tim Boy didn't look good either. He might be worse than Zach Wilson. So who's playing? Who are they playing? Huh? Who are they playing? They're playing Miami, oh, Miami on Miami? Black Friday. Yep. Oh yeah. So Miami's the start of the week. And there is Jalen Ramsey is there. Uh <laughs> I don't know if you can start him this week. I would not start Gary Wilson this week. Yeah, I don't think so either. Let's start him. Tim Boyle doesn't look good, and Zach Wilson's not good. Trevor Simeon is like not good when he was in his prime, so he's not gonna be good when he's old. Uh, yeah, I'll bench him. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to say, but man, it's been brutal. I feel bad for Gary Wilson. Oh, that, I, I'm just I'm just kind of happy that they finally had the balls to freaking bench Zach Wilson because it's been been a long time coming. Guy's been so bad. Hard to watch. And I'm glad I'm not a Jets fan. I mean, they, they have a good team. They're literally just missing a quarterback. I know, but Jets fans have, have to endure this season without Aaron Rodgers. It's annoying. Yep. It sucks. All right, I'll continue with my cage this week. Uh, my cage. Hollywood whoa, whoa, Brown. whoa, whoa. It's my turn, bro. What are you doing? Damn. Oh, sorry. Wow. Go ahead. Gun, Eddie. What's going on? Go Sign ahead. Go ahead. Cage. Um, my cage this week is Stephon Diggs. He not only had a, the worst game of the season last week, he topped that by having the worst game of the season this week. Uh, back-to-back games, he averaged less than four receptions, less than 40 yards. Uh, he got eight targets, but Josh Allen has not looked great accuracy-wise. And it's tough because he is a top-tier receiver. This is one, two, three. This is five straight games where he hasn't broken 100 yards. Um, it's it's kind of weird because I, I'm looking at his game logs from last year. He also, around this time, had one, two, three, four, five, six games where he didn't break 100 yards again as well. Uh, so, I don't know. What do you, how do you guys feel about Stone Diggs? Obviously, not benching him. Um, what's going on here? Yeah, no, see, like, uh, the fact that Stefan's Diggs benchmark has to be 100 yards for him to be considered benchable. That to me is is kind of wild. I think no matter what, he's going to have fantasy value regardless. You know, the last couple of weeks have been bad. They are transitioning to a different offense. They just had a bad matchup against the Jets. I think think more so it's the receptions. Um, He hasn't had a game under six receptions all year. And then these two games, he had three last week and four this week. Playing soft and certain, so yeah, he's playing against two elite corners. I think I think Stephon Diggs is gonna go crazy against the Eagles next week. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I mean, it is a prime matchup. They're giving up the most points to fantasy wide receivers. So uh, yeah, so one of the best. Yeah. Now, if he has a bad week next week, then you start to then you should be then you should be then you could be a little bit panicky, but. Even so, so, so you're saying saying Diggs is not matchup proof. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I mean, the fact that he has to face Sauce Gardner two times a year, it's uh, the matchup is still going to be difficult. I think he pretty much is matchup proof, but like, like I said, it's, 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 it's a lot of, and he had uh, a Sauce like, Gardner. A, so. lot, a lot of receivers have 
a dud game here and there. Just because he has a back to back doesn't mean that he's not matchup proof. No, no, no I, just, I, I, I agree. This just game, he didn't have to do much, right? Because they kind of blew them out. That's true. I think in the in the after third, I think halfway through the third quarter, after the Shakir touchdown, Josh Allen didn't even throw the ball. I so, mean, he yeah. gets duplex, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, did, just yeah. the, I'm just starting to buy. I know Diggs is really good, so um, he got suplex. So you know, I think we should mention Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is what zero yards, zero targets, or whatever. That's he's dropping. It's yeah, I I agree. There are so many better receivers. Um, you can start over Gabe Davis at this point. Shakir uh is getting way more looks than even Gabe Davis is. So yeah, this is two out of three weeks where he dropped two, a donut. And like it's, it, he's literally the definition of feast or famine. Like he, he's had like three goodish. Like I, three I wouldn't good even games. say I wouldn't even say feast. I'd say you three know, good, regular games, meal, like, regular meal, regular meal, regular meal famine. No, he had he had three games over twenty points, and then every other game, garbage. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So yeah, I guess you should write. Yeah. Uh. All right. So now I could talk about Hollywood Brown. Because he's been trash, even with his boy at quarterback. This past week, he had two catches for 18 yards, and he also... I'm sorry, who? who Hollywood Brown. Uh, his boy, Kyler Murray. You said Eckler. Hollywood Brown. So Hollywood Brown. I heard Hollywood Brown. No, you say your boy Eckler back? His, his boy. boy back. Oh, I heard his boy you Eckler back. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, Hollywood, terrible. Twelve total yards, two catches. Uh, I to be honest, I have absolutely no idea what to do with him because he's playing every single snap. Um, I think last these back, I think he's back to back weeks with 100 percent snap share. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? The offense is supposed to be better. It's supposed to be better with Kyle Murray. I'm just not getting any looks. So uh, are you? I, I think still- once he gets his legs back, it'll be much better. The way he's throwing the ball right now is being live ops. Yeah. I mean, I do see that too. It's just, uh, I'm so scared because I have Hollywood Brown on most of my teams. And I would like to start him. I would like to think that he's a wide receiver three minimum. And I thought he was going to bloom, blossom into wide receiver one, borderline wide receiver one territory. Uh, but he's just not getting any targets, which is kind of weird. I think they, maybe they're going to adjust, but it's, who knows? How do, you guys feel, how do you guys feel about him? I don't know. No, you, if you can make it to a championship game, it'd be fantastic because he's versus the Eagles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Calvin, how, Oh, yeah, go ahead. Continue. For me, I feel like right now McBride's his favorite target because everyone's favorite target is usually the safety net, right? Especially someone who Kyle Murray, who's towards ACL, came back. He's getting his legs back in check, I guess. I, I don't, I'm I'm kind of scared. I don't know. Uh, his deep throws are not there at all. Like uh, deep screens, a lot of his, yeah, a lot of his big plays have been from like Rondell Moore getting getting a screen running for four yard touchdown, or Trey McBride yards catch in the middle. That that's been his go to right now, the past two games. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, if we're saying long ball is not there, does Greg Dortch really like? Is he playable now? So, uh, so 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 the most targets. Uh, uh, of the of the whole team, uh, but I'm honestly my first choice would be definitely McBride. He's definitely the go to guy from right now. But if if he can't get that long ball and he's like, all right, we need to go mid middle middle of the field. Uh, to Greg Dorsch, the guy. I know, but I feel like Hollywood Brown is just more than a, he's more than a speedster. I think he's an all around receiver. I agree. I agree. I think I think he could play middle field too. But it's so what what what's the problem then? What are they doing? Why aren't they using I don't him know. Like that? No idea. No clue. I don't know what's going on, and I I just assume that that Kyler Murray would want to throw to his boy. And last year, it just last year every single time that DeAndre Hopkins uh, didn't play, and and Hollywood Brown was the number one target, he got like ten targets a game. That's what I I didn't obviously I didn't expect it, but I expect something forward to that, like eight eight ish targets a game. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to just continue to start him. I think a blow, a blow game is going to come. But it's just not there yet. That's just me. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap up the pits and the cages. All right. Now it's time for the RKOs and DDTs. Right? Let's go. Yep. Right. It is. All right. 
Man, that's doo-doo trash. All right, I will get us started uh, with the RKOs and the DDTs. Damn. My RKO for week 12 got Robert Woods. I mean, CJ Stroud has been cooking. He did have a rough second half of the game uh, this past week. Jack knows because he had the over in the game. But one of the worst right. defenses through the air, uh, bottom six, well, six worse, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> we didn't we didn't really see it with the Will Levies except for that one long uh, touchdown pass to uh, Diop. I think they had a good following uh, drive, scoring drive as well. But Jaguars are giving up a ton of yards in the air, and CJ Stroud is throwing a ton of yards in the air. And I'm gonna go with all three receivers are gonna eat this game, uh, and Robert Woods will be just in, just just up there, just as up there with Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Yum, 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 yum. That is a guy that you could just plug in to start if you are that desperate. I mean, it's not the worst play. I I do like Robert Woods. I think he's a solid option. So I, Obviously, my first picks would be Tank Dell, Nico Collins, even Schultz. But uh, being an RKO, if you need some points uh, from someone on, on the free agency, uh, Robert huh? Woods would be your guy. Not bad. All right, Jack, you want to give us your RKO? No. My RKO is Mr. Jerome Ford. Uh, they're playing. I think they're going. I think he's going to drop 150, at least minimum, receiving and rushing together with at least two touchdowns. The Broncos has been awful against the run. Not You can just take out the Dolphins game. They're still getting destroyed. The Vikings, uh, Chandler and Max to drop 150 plus yards against them. Um, the week before was uh Latavius Murray and Cook. They dropped 170 plus. The Chiefs that game was awful, but they they run back was averaging five yards per carry still. Brees Hall dropped 180. Clear Herbert dropped 100 plus. The only game that did uh the, the Broncos defense did well against a run was the very first game against the Raiders where Jacobs just came back from no training camp at all. I think, and the Browns are going to rely on the running game. I think Jerome Ford is going to be the RB1 this week, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Damn, RKO and a bow predict in the same one? Sheesh. I mean, if I put 150 total yards and two touchdowns, he's almost going to be <laughs> RB1. So, you're not worried about I mean, it seems like Kareem Hunt and him are splitting work 50 50. Yeah. So, so, I still think Jerome. I, Jerome I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't really paid attention to the Browns game. Who's getting the early down, early Jerome down work? Early downs. Okay. Ford gets most of the work, like most of the early work. He's fast. He, he has a break. He, he's the one with the breakaway speed. They're running away from cop speed. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can't say that, man. Come on. Why? Yeah, Madden, Madden said it. Why can't we we're say co- it? We're quoting. They don't, we're quoting. They, don't, they don't say it anymore in Madden. So they used to say now it. We, like, they I'm used to. Them. So if we were doing this podcast five years from now, we could we could have said it, but now we can't. That's not fair. I'm just quoting from the game. <laughs> I still, that, that hasn't been banned yet, so technically it's not. It's fine. Yeah. We could say it when we can, while we can. Exactly. When are we saying we can't say it? When but, they tell us not to. They will tell us when we can't say it anymore. No yeah. one's telling us anything, okay? No one's telling us anything we can't say. <laughs> All righty. Give us your RKO. Okay. My RKO this week, another rookie receiver who has flashed the season. Josh Downs playing Tampa Bay. They just gave up a shit ton of yards to Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. He had a decent game. George Kittle had a monster game, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a lot of work for Michael Pittman and Josh Downs. I think Josh Downs he's gonna be peppered with targets. He's gonna get over ten. I think he's gonna get around eight catches, eighty yards, and possible score. So in PPR, I think he's the automatic fifteen, and I like him this week a lot against Tampa Bay. Uh, I mean, Garner Mitchell's definitely like I said, he's throwing the ball. Um, so I feel like he's throwing like 45 times a game. And Pittman, Pittman, Pittman is getting in the work, he's been yeah. he's been really good. Um, yeah, well, Josh Downs, Josh Downs, it was coming off an injury the last game, so I, I understand that he wasn't used, he was, he was basically used sparingly. They just had a bye week, it's gonna be fresh. I think he's gonna be heavily used this week. All right, I mean, they have, they have tough Buccaneers defense, but yeah, I can see it. Well, not right. against the pass. You got the ass ran by Brock Purdy. That's true. You're right. Brock Purdy, you know. Perfect. It's Purdy. It's Purdy. Pur- had a pretty good game. 
All right. Give us your uh, give us your DDT. All right. So my DDT this week is going to be Cortland Sutton versus the Browns. I was going to pick the whole offense for the Denver Broncos, but I feel like Cortland Sutton this past couple weeks, I feel like he's on a, a streak of scoring touchdown. I think that's going to end this week against the Browns. Browns are just maniacs against every single mediocre-ish passing offense. So I just think it's going to be a, a continuous trend. And I don't think the I don't think the Broncos are going to score more than 14 points. So that's just me. I think Cortland Sutton is worth a, a bench this week. It's very TD dependent. Yeah, he is. He also getting targeted though. From uh, that whole offense, is kind of, I hate. I, you know, uh, you know who else got targets? Deontay Deontay Johnson last week had targets, and he didn't do anything against this Browns team. So, I mean, I think Deontay, your, your RKO last week was Deontay was Johnson. Deontay. Right? Yeah. Yes, it was. So I'm. I'm just. A, it's going to be on Cohen trend for me. Whoever's whoever's a, their number one receiver. Browns receivers. Browns, I get. Yeah, yeah, whoever's facing the Browns is probably going to be my D DDT. I mean, I, I, I mean, I originally had the uh, Browns receiving core as well, and I mean, we saw what happened. They Kenny Pickett, I don't know, man. Kenny Pickett doesn't seem that good. He's, oh yeah, no, he's terrible. That stat that someone shared today, where um, he has the same amount of multiple touchdown games as uh Tommy DeVito now, it's kind of wild to think about it. Yep. Considering he's been a starter for more than a season, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will. Was me or? You? I. I Uh, my DDT this week is going to be James Cook. Uh, I know I made a bet with Eddie, but still, uh, the matchup is awful this week. You'll be we pretty much depending on a touchdown. Uh, and Josh Allen's there, so depending on a rushing touchdown is kind of hard. Uh, Eagles have allowed 66.3 rushing yards per game on the year so far. Uh, so I think he is a very, very low-end RB2, that, depending on a touchdown, pretty much. So I will start. Put this way, I'll start AJ Dillon over James Cook this week. Oh, damn. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. I, I, I'm just going off of stats. If Eagles allow only 66.3 rushing yards per game to a whole team. So, uh, Jack... This this is the difference between uh, well my mindset okay J- James Cook is explosive so he has the potential to break off a run yes I don't think AJ Dillon has that ability even with all the workload yeah. in the world I don't think AJ Dillon AJ Dillon's gonna do shit Eagles also play Polar Mostar Brees Hall these guys all have breakaway speed yeah they can do it I know so. I know I just I would I would rather. Roll the dice on James Cook than AJ. The only reason why I mentioned AJ is because James Cook also I has with Murray and Josh Allen and Mr. Ty Johnson. Shout out to Ty Johnson. And whenever Leonard Fournette becomes a player on their team, yeah, I just I just think he's a very low in RB too. I only I only allow you to bench him because of how the RB feels. But if you have other options, I would start. I would bench him. Yeah, hopefully you could, you're able to pick up Zach Charbonnet because I'll definitely be starting. I'll start him over James Cook. All right, and I will wrap up the DDTs. Speaking of uh, Buccaneers defense, like you said, their passing defense isn't great, but the Russian defense is top tier, and they get the Indianapolis Colts. So my DDT will be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, even though they ha- they are, I think top. Let me see, got it right here. I think they're top four. I'm sorry, top six in rush yards allowed uh, this season, but their game longs are. It's very like, very extreme. So they they give up 120 yards, 40 yards, one. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong numbers. Uh, 201 yards to the Eagles, got 156 to the Falcons, 115 to the Bills, 115 to the 49ers, and you got games like 42 to the Titans, 53, 40 to the Lions. Who has a great running uh running attack. Um, so it's very up and down. Uh, but my guess this week is that John Taylor, who hasn't broken 100 yards yet this season. Uh, is going to be contained, and he's not going to break uh, 60 yards. Damn. Doesn't mean he's not going to do it through, uh, through the air, but rushing. Um, yeah. Rushing is going to be tough for, for JT, who's, who has been catching more passes. Like we talk, I think we talked about it earlier. He's, this season, he's catching a little more, getting a little more targets, uh, catching more passes, but something to keep an eye on. He's not doesn't have a great matchup, so you're not benching him, obviously, uh, but yeah, that's that's my DDT this week. 
Yeah. And that's going to wrap that up, that segment. It's up. It's wrapped. It's all wrapped up. It's all wrapped up. It's, so wrapped now, it's, all, it's all wrapped up. All right. Uh, so let's move on to uh, our newest, newest segment. <laughs> we, got, we got some sports bets for you guys. Before that, let's touch on last week. Uh, I'll go first. I had Titans plus six and a half. I was gravely mistaken. They are not good. And Jaguars completely stomped them uh, from beginning to end. So that was a miss. But I did call Pollard rushing yards if it's around 60. And he, he got close for a second. I think he had like a 20-yard rush. And he had like a 15-yard rush and two of them. But uh, he didn't finish under. The line was 67 and a half. He finished with 61. So that gets puts me at one and one uh, for last week. Jack. Uh, Cards Texans over 47 and a half. Uh, missed because they had, uh, I think, 37 and a half and did not score almost or something like that. They didn't score at all in the second half. And they I know it's own, second half, they only scored six points. There you go. So it's, it was, it was especially for a game where CJ Stroud was killing in the first half, you would have thought this was an easy over. Um, yep. but no, that's that was a miss. Uh, you also had Guyton alternate 70 plus yards, he was ruled inactive, um, earlier. So that will be a void for Jack. So he starts off 0 1. On wow. to Eddie. He had Kyler Murray rushing over. He said it was probably around 20. Guy had 51, seven rushes, 51 yards. And he also has Rashid Rice over 60, which the game is today. Uh, we don't know that yet. So we will touch back on it next week. So for Eddie, Tell me I know, know. what's up? That's the only bet that I hit for me on Sunday. Seriously? <laughs> Everything else, I lost so much money yesterday, but. But it is what it is. Every listen, single player get, I bet no, on. We don't, we, listen, we only give him the winning plays here. Everything else you right. take yourself, all right? Every single player I bet got injured, including the Thursday rough. game. It was rough, man. It was a rough week for, for injuries. Right. So you're 1-0 and pending one tonight. All right. So let's go over what we got this week. Uh, who wants to get started? I'll do it. I'll go first. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I know we've been talking about Zach Charbonnet. He does have a tough matchup, but I think he's going to score his first career touchdown this week against you said the 49ers. And I'm also going to take I'm going to I'm going to parlay that with his alternative total yards. Whatever his total yards is, I'm going to take the over. I just think he's that talented of a player and he's just going to get that much that that big of a workload. Just imagine. He's going to have his workload and he's going to have Kenneth Walker's workload. So Think twenty touches isn't out of the realm of possibility. I think he's going to perform with those. You going? You going with I a higher he, alternate or a lower alternate? I'm, I'm, I'm higher. Okay. I, I don't know what it would be, but around ninety-ish total yards. That's probably what around the the limit that I'm going to be betting, and a touchdown. That's a lot, man, for 49ers. That's 49ers. I know, but uh, I mean, listen, it's a division game. They they essentially did that to Rash- 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 Rashad White. Just did that this past week. I think Zach Charbonnet could be uh, definitely do that. Uh, my second bet, Rashid, Rashid Shahid, receiving yards. Shahid. I don't know what the line. I don't know what the line will be, but I feel like he's he's boom or bust regardless. I think he's going to catch a deep one. I think I'm going to take. I, I haven't. Take I haven't. Bet on it. I haven't kept an eye on his receiving yards throughout the year. What? What? Have you seen him? Um, it's very up and down, but I I feel like he's going to be playing more snaps, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to. Just catch a deep one. Doesn't no, matter. Give, give us a give us a number. What, what what number would you take the over on? Uh, I would say I think his number is going to be around forty nine point five. So I'm going to take the over on that. Okay, uh, I can go next. Uh, my first pick, uh, Austin Eckler under on the rushing yards. He has not looked great rushing the ball this season. Uh, even on the breakaway, he had he had thirty one yard uh, rush uh, this past week. Dare I say he looked, he looked kind of slow. Uh, people caught up to him really quickly. Uh, he hasn't broken seventy yards uh, other than the first game of the season. I, I'd have to say he. he I, I think at this point, uh, books have probably uh, adjusted. He's probably around 65, 66. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and then take the under. They're playing the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, pretty good defense. And so yeah, so you see it around 65, 64. Uh, I'd go under on Austin Eckler. Rushing yards. My second play, a parlay. Are you benching Eckler? I'm curious. No, I can't bench Eckler. No I, just tra- I just traded away a running back too, but I regardless, I wasn't. I wasn't benching. I'm not benching Eckler. 
I'm just curious to see. Hope, I mean, hope we can get some more receiving receiving work. Uh, he had three straight games of seven plus uh, targets, and last week he only had three. This week, sorry, this week he only had three. So the whole Chargers offense looked like it was kind of a mess. Keenan Allen dropping, I think, dropped three passes this past week too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, oh yeah, that was a really surprising thing to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my second play is going to be a parlay in the Steelers Bengals game. This Steelers defense has been one of the most consistent defenses in fantasy and NFL this year. They have a sack and an interception in five in six straight games. Uh, my parlay: Browning to throw a pick and Bengals alternate team total under at uh, twenty one and a half. It's about two seventy eight. The parlay should get you about closer to one ten. So, um, or maybe okay. a little, well, maybe I'd even go even lower, maybe uh eighteen and a half. Uh, even that uh, alternate team total under. I can't see the Browns. I mean, uh, the Bengals scoring three touchdowns uh, under Steelers defense. This is my turn. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with both games on Thursday night football. I'm obviously gonna take. I think Packers and Lions gonna go over this week. Uh, it's a four seven and a half. Last game they play thirty four. 20. Uh, I think the Packers offense looks a little bit better the last two weeks, and the Lions are also clicking. So there's two offenses that are kind of clicking at the right time, and on Thursday night football. Uh, my second bet is also a Thursday night game. That Thursday, Thursday midday, I guess. Uh, I, I would, I think you should take Brian Robinson's rushing and receiving yards together. Against the Giants, it was, at I think, at 80 total, 80, 80.5 total. Against the Cowboys, it should be around 60, I think, 60, 70-ish. I think I take the over on the rushing receiving. I feel like a lot of people might see the the best way to attack Cowboys defense is run towards Micah Parsons. Uh, I think uh, the Panthers did that last week. It worked a little bit. Uh, the Eagles always do it. They always run towards Micah Parsons. Like, therefore, you, you, you pretty much push out his uh, rushing ability if you run towards him, right? Uh, Ryan Robinson also shown that he has decent catching abilities. He can take it to the house. Uh, I think that's a good bet. He's a back to back weeks. He's been a really good um, receiver. Uh, yeah. Got most of his uh, yards in receiving, and so and there's so also a good chance that the the, the Washington get blown out. So there's a lot of pass catching. So you're saying yeah. at seventy total yards, you're taking the over. The seventy total rushing receiving and receiving. Yards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And those are our plays for this week. Uh, let's see how they do. Uh, circle back next Monday. Now on to the did you knows. I have a few. It started off a little bleak, but uh, I think I wrap up with some good ones. You know what time it is. It's the did you knows. My favorite segment. Ooh. I, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. All right, first one. Did you guys know Russell Wilson snapped a five-game drought of games with fewer than 200 passing yards, which is the longest of his career? He also, hasn't thrown, he also hasn't thrown an interception in four straight games, which is the longest streak since oh. joining the Broncos last year. Yeah, I see that. I saw the, the under 200 yards. I didn't display that during the game somewhere. It's it's weird uh, because they've won, what, they won three straight now? and Four. Four straight? Wow. They started one in five? Pretty sure Broncos won four straight. I right, you, can circle, you can circle back on that. You're right. You're right. You're right, Jack. They started one and five. Pretty much. Wow. They had to. That's be. That's, that's definitely rough. He is but looking like Russell Wilson. They're back though. They're five and five. They're in the hunt now. The AFC is wide open. At least in the uh, uh, in the wild card um, section. And they beat some good teams. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, who else? They beat the, they, the Vikings are going. Vikings. Off. Vikings are going to be. Playoff contention uh, team too, so they also beat the Vikings. So uh, like, not, not, the defense is clicking. The defense is getting better. It's, it's just a one anomaly uh, game with the uh, Dolphins drop seventy. Yeah, but every other game they've been pretty much in it. Last like, four, it, it, last four weeks has been no team score over twenty against them. Oh no, the Bills score twenty two. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, they've been looking good. You're right. So, uh, on to the next one. 
Did you guys know Brock Purdy posted the first path? It's a, it's a tongue twister. Brock Purdy posted the first perfect passer rating for 49ers quarterback since Joe Montana in 1989. Ooh. Not as much as, like, no matter what happens, he showed a lot of, he showed that like he's pretty good quarterback, you know, for someone who did pick last pick. Mm-hmm. Like, he did, he's doing pretty well. No matter he's, what he's, he's way overshooting any kind of expectation. Uh, product, exactly, exactly. And people uh, say he's just a system guy, but I think he's, I think he's, a little I bit think little, I that, think, man. I think I think he's a little bit of both. Uh, the system works well for him, but he's also a decent quarterback. Yeah, like like you can't. I don't think you the, can just the throw Jets, anybody the in Jets the system. The Jets would kill for Jets would kill for Brock Purdy right now. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't <laughs> think you could. Just, I, I, it's it's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like which one? Which one came first? Is he be good? Is he good because he's good in the system, or is the system that good where you can make anybody look good? Like you think Zach Wilson could be good in this offense? Uh, no, I don't think no, so. No, it's 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 both. It's the middle, of, it's a little bit middle. He's a good quarterback. The system makes him a lot better than than he, he actually is. Yeah, measurables are not great in any way possible. But the fact that he throws a ball with anticipation, like a lot of quarterbacks don't do that. Oh, he had, yeah. he had a he had a sick pass down the middle to Ayuk uh, this past week between two defenders. It's, it's perfect timing. Yeah, he throws the football way ahead of time, which a lot of quarterbacks are afraid to do. All right, or they Constant. suck at. Yes, yes. that too. Not afraid, just suck. Yep. Uh, all right. Did you guys know? Sunday marked the Browns' third win of 2023, in which the starting quarterback did not throw a touchdown pass, the most in the NFL. He was crying too. Defense, defense. That's it. Defense. That's all I'm gonna say. On to the next one. Did you guys know Green Bay had the second longest active streak, 27 games, of games without a 300 yards passing in the NFL prior to this Sunday? Jordan Jordan Love broke that streak, finishing 322 passing yards, also recording his first ever 300 plus yard game. Oh, is that really his first ever? It's 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 interesting because Rodgers wasn't great last year on the Packers, so he didn't he didn't hit 300 passing yards most of the season. So they were under that for for a long time. Did you guys know there have been 11 instances of a player throwing for 250 plus passing yards in a single half this season? CJ Stroud has three of them. The other eight only have one. Damn. He is a definition of a gunslinger. That was good. What was his name? Kenny kept saying his real name uh, all day yesterday. I can't. I can't remember what it was. Uh, some I don't know. It was some weird, really weird name. Look, look at that. Chris, Kristen Joseph. No, it's not that. Caldridge. Caldridge. Caldridge Bernard. Caldridge Bernard. Caldridge Bernard. Stroud. Stroud. The fourth. Caldridge. What in the world? Bernard Stroud. The fourth. I don't know where. Where's, where's Where's the J coming from? I, was about to say I think it's name. the Ridge. Is it the Ridge? I, I said the same thing. I said that same exact thing yesterday. It probably it. Probably it's a reach. Is it's a little bit of reach, but I don't know. And a final one for this week. Prior to Sunday, Washington had never recorded an eight-plus sack game and lost. And the Giants never allowed nine-plus sacks in the game and won. So that happened. That Giants allowed for nine sacks and won the game. They had five turnovers. Six? I think five, five turnovers. Commanders are not good. Oh God! I just hate I I those two teams. Giants just... Giants have three wins. Two of them are from the Commanders. <laughs> those two teams, man. Those two teams are just not good at football. I wish they could just delete those teams. To be, to be the, fair, I think I think the, the I think the Commanders will put up some numbers uh, on Thursday against the Cowboys. They played well them against them last time. Uh, it's a weird team. I don't I don't know what to say. Yep, it is a weird team. Sundays they want to play quarterback uh, football. Sundays they don't. So. That's going to wrap up the Genos. And we will wrap up this YFTS podcast with the bold predicts. Still, by the way, we only have one hit all season. That's me. That's correct. Um, So we're still looking for those those hits. All right. Uh, Right. Hit the music. All right. Bold predicts time. You got to do it. Bold predicts. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Let's, it's bold. Bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day.
All right, I will get us started. Actually, no, Jack, you get us started. I will. Uh, my bold prediction this week is going to be bold. I think Danny DeVito's cousin, slash nephew, will throw three touchdowns again this week. Oh, my Lord. The Patriots suck. Wait, who are they playing? Patriots. Oh. Who put that on the schedule? <laughs> Can we just delete games? Listen, first who off, Giants, are, Giants, Giants could have been, I mean, at the expectation coming to season, Giants are going to be decent. So, so the Patriots. Just, to, just delete this game off the schedule. Like, nobody wants to watch this. The Vito, Danny DeVito's uh, nephew is going to throw three touchdowns this week again. Back to back weeks, and they're gonna win a game when they want to lose. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, I'll give That's you. Gross. <laughs> All right, I'll give you my uh my bowl predict this week. Tyreek Hill won't have more than fifteen fancy points. Damn. He gets, div- he gets a division matchup against the Jets. The Jets lock down Stephon Diggs, uh, number one receiver. On top of that, Terry Kill has played a division matchup three times this year. Uh, New England in week two, 15 points. Buffalo, week four, 10 points. And he had one good game against New England again with 30 points. So, if I, I mean, they haven't played the Jets yet. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup with him. And I think I think they're going to keep uh, two on his feet. I think uh, Hill's going to have a very moderate game. Uh, he's still on pace to break 2,000 yards this season. Um, but, yeah, that's my bold predict. It's bold. That's 15 points. Bold. Is, 15 points is a decent floor for any other receiver. It's bold to say Terry Kill is going to get not not at that. That's crazy. Uh, I don't believe. I, I don't know. That's pretty bold. <laughs> That's bad, bold, bro. Right, right. He's so All fast. Right. All right. Uh, give us your bold predict, uh, Eddie, and wrap it up. All right, from one fast guy to another, I think Jameson Williams has eighty yards and a touchdown. He's been playing a lot more snaps recently. I think he's a – if you are super, supremely desperate <laughs> at receiver for any reason, uh, you shouldn't be because there's no teams on by. But I think this is the week where he scores a long touchdown. He scored one, one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. And Jared Goff looked very mediocre uh, this past week. against say, eh, eh, a very eh Bears defense. And he was home, which is weird. He, he always does well at home. I mean, he did pick it up at the end. They they were able to come back and win and have a great uh, comeback victory. Uh, Lions are 8-2. and two. Running away with that division. All right, and that's going to wrap up the bowl predicts as well as this week's uh, YFTS Fantasy Football Podcast. Go, uh, Bird. Sure, go All right, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs Eagles coming up tonight. Uh it's going to be a good game, Super Bowl rematch. Jack predicted it'll be Eagles win because the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. Usually how it goes, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, enjoy the game, guys. Uh, be sure Everyone be sure to follow us on YFTS Podcast and listen to our podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, sponsoring us. Thanks. Should we, should we uh, throw a plug-in for an OLED TV? Which one? Samsung? I mean, Samsung's are way too expensive. I'd say, I'd say go... Well, something a little cheaper, so you get the, still the quality of the OLED, but not for the Samsung price. I think a Samsung OLED is like, no, like it's fifty-five inch, like north of one one K. What the hell? You might get might get something close to eight hundred for Black Friday. Let's see. All right. What's a good? What's a regular one? Regular TV. You're checking right now. You're googling yeah. regular TV. LG, no, not TCL. There we go. That's our brand. TCL OLED. What's coming out to? I don't know. Hold on. I didn't check the price. TCL. Yeah, I got a TCL OLED at Best Buy for... That's not right. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> it says, what it is says, it? It said uh, 55 inches, 230. Oh, oh it's, a QLED. It's, a, it's a QLED. Sorry, sorry. It's a QLED. I don't even think TCL is making OLED. <laughs> Probably not worth it. Damn. I mean, let me see. Let me see. It's OLED standard OLED TV. Yeah, I don't see any. I don't see any for them. All right, all right. We got we got an LG forty eight OLED, small and fifty five, 
for five fifty. Original original price one thousand dollars. Damn. Uh, if you want to get something a little something a little bigger, uh, I'm trying to find fifty five. I didn't even see that. LG Damn 65. OLED. Good. There's OLED Evos. I second Eighty three inches for four thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, they got, all right, so this is LG sixty five inch OLED. Uh, you can get on sale for thirteen hundred dollars on Black Friday. Original price two K. Mm. Anyway, that's your up. that's the uh, shopping segment of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Thanksgiving, guys. Enjoy Black Friday shopping. Hope you get some stuff that you want. Um, and I'll yes, see sir. you all next week. Tuesday. Okay, see you all next week. <laughs> YFTS out. Peace later.